Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime. Make sure you stay tuned after our story to hear us answer a listener question on Mr. Reg's hotline. Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime, the podcast for kids and their pop culture-loving grown-ups. It's a beautiful day for a story, adventure and glory, new friends and old ones too. It's an excellent day to get swept away in a tale, so let us regale you. What the ah 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 ah! Oh wait, wait, Reg, Mr. Reg, is that you? Huh? Oh, yes, it's just me. Who? My, you startled me. I startled you. What are you doing in my house? Ah, yes. Um, don't worry. I can explain everything. How did you get in here? Yes, I apologize for arriving earlier than we had planned, but I simply couldn't stand outside and wait in the cold. What with every animal that scurries by seeing me shiver? Absolutely not. So I entered your home. Oh, well, that makes sense. Hey, wait a minute. The door was locked. I have my ways. Well, I guess it's okay. But just this once... You know what is not okay? Hmm. This tea. Ugh, just awful. I love orange, but I don't know how to say rooibos. And what is a rose hip? It's rooibos. And rose hips? Oh, that's one of my favorites. Ptui. Well, it shouldn't be. What happened to a simple Earl Grey? I drank all of that and haven't had a chance to buy more. Oh, and it's freezing in here. Where's the heat? Well, I haven't been home. I was out running errands all day. And your kitchen is a mess. (laughs) Well... Maybe you shouldn't have snuck in, you pesky hedgehog. Nothing is good enough for you, huh? That's not true. I just like circumstances the way I like them. Well, so do I. I can respect that. You can? Oh, you can. Oh, I know what you're doing. You have that look in your eye, Jonathan. You're about to tell a story again, aren't you? I am. Well, I can't complain about that. Good. I think this story will suit you. What are you talking about? Once upon a time... Oh, you're starting. There were three bears. Wow. A whole family? Yes. A mama bear, a papa bear, and a baby bear. They all lived in a cabin in our very own folktale forest. Uh, Near Granny's cottage or the witch's hut? Um, it's closer to the Three Little Hedgehogs homestead. Ah, yes, very quaint. It was, but 
One day, they rushed away from their home. Why? Remember the honey harvest hullabaloo? All right. Yes, there were bees buzzing around my hovel for weeks after that. Hoopla. Silly affair. Well, they rushed to it because for them, it was a bare necessity. Huh? 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 Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> it's a good one. Well, anyway, they left their home suddenly in the middle of the day, with messes everywhere and chores half done. Just like you, Jonathan. They didn't even lock the front door. Forest creatures tend not to bother bears' homes. Unlike you. Moi? Yes, you. Along the forest floor, a young gir- um, hedgehog, like you, named Goldie Quills? Uh, exactly. Goldie Quills came upon the bear's cabin and knocked on the front door. But when nobody answered, Goldie Quills entered the home. A little presumptuous, says the critter who picked my lock and stole four of my tea bags for one cup. Well, I... Like a deep steep. A very goldy lob uh, quills thing for you to say. Harumph. Well, if you're going to add me into this story, move along with the pace, please. Well, someone's in a mood. Anyway, Goldie Quills entered the bear's home. The front door opened right into their large kitchen. Mmm, quick for food. Yes, and Goldie Quills was hungry. Understandable. Trespassing can really work up an appetite. Your sarcasm is getting a little rude, Reg. I like what I like. <sighs> well, so did Goldie Quills. And here's where the bears leaving quickly comes into play. They were ashamed their house was messy. No, they're bears. But they left their meal unfinished on the table. Three bowls of porridge. Ugh. What now? All your stories sound like they were told 100 years ago and have never been updated. Who eats porridge anymore? It's not part of a refined palate of a modern-day hedgehog. So what warm food or drink would have excited Goldie Quills more? Ah, well, number one. Tea, Earl Grey, hot. And a scone with extra butter and jam. Make it so. A part of me, Captain, but that feels a little pointed. And scrambled eggs with salt and pepper. Like I said, pointed. I like what I like. Fine, the Bear family left home with their uh, Earl Grey tea cooling on the table. Goldie Quills was excited to smell it, and she picked up the biggest mug, Papa Bear's, and tested a sip. Blech. Like, ow, that's totally too hot, Goldie Quill shouted. Then she went to the middle-sized cup, made of thin, delicate porcelain, and very different from the first, very insulated mug. Goldie Quills tasted the tea inside and remarked, Like patoe, too cold. What a shame, too hot, then too cold. There's nothing worse than a poorly made cuppa. Poorly made? Well, 
what if Papa Bear enjoys his tea hot and Mama Bear puts ice in hers? What if they, as you say, like what they like? Well, it sounds like those bears were way off to me. Now, just a sec, Reg. There's one more cup of Earl Grey for Goldie Quills to taste. Baby Bear left his small sippy cup of tea on the table, too. And when Goldie Quills tasted it, like, yummy! <laughs> not too hot and not too cold. Just right. And she slurped all of Baby Bear's tea in a few big gulps, leaving the mugs on the table before moving on to the living room. A hedgehog after your own heart, Jonathan. Shares your style of messy homekeeping. Hey, Reg. Well, it's true. You know I keep a clean kitchen. Or at the very least, I planned on tidying up before you got here, early bird. Ah, uh -uh, early hedgehog. Uh, can we get back to the story, please? I'm not stopping you. Yeah, you, you kind of are. What was that? Uh, nothing. So Goldie uh, Quills went into the Three Bears living room, where she came upon three very different chairs. Chairs? Ugh. Just like porridge. This story is full of outdated things. What? Chairs aren't outdated. What else would I say is in the living room? Well, I don't know. Uh, something technological. Ooh, how about cell phones? Fine. Goldie Quills entered the living room and saw three cell phones the Bear family left at home. To, uh, I, I don't, I don't know why, why, why would you ever, why would you ever not bring your your cell phone with you? Oh, to, to charge, yes, to charge. Goldie Quills tried to pick up each one. O M J, she said, hefting Papa Bear's phone off of its charger. This phone is too big and clunky and won't fit my hand. So she set it down and picked up Mama Bear's phone. Okay, Boomer, this phone has no fun apps for me to play, she complained. So she set down Mama Bear's phone and picked up Baby Bear's from its charger. Ah, this is a great phone. It's not too big, has all the right apps. Oh, it's got a candy crush on it. <laughs> and it fits in my hands. Just right. So Goldie Quill scrolled, texted, and played games on Baby Bear's phone for a long time. Until it ran out of power and the battery died. She dropped it on the floor and, with a yawn, moved onward to explore the rest of the house. See? Updating your story isn't that difficult. You know, you're kind of missing the point, Reg. And you're missing my point, Jonathan. Please, please just let me tell this part my way. Well, all right, sure, but I won't enjoy it. You've been dropping the ball all day, mate. Uh, so, Goldie Quills went upstairs to the bedrooms to take a nap. She got into the largest bed, but quickly felt suffocated by its piles of quilts and pillows. Ugh, like yucky. Too soft. Then she moved on to the second bed, with fewer pillows and quilts. 
But something still wasn't right. Ah, it's too hard. This bed's like a board. Then she moved on to the third bed in Baby Bear's rooms, where she noticed the leaf-stuffed duvet wasn't too soft or too hard, just the way she liked it. Like, ah, ah, it's totally just right. Ah. And having consumed the perfect cup of Earl Grey and spent wasted time on a smartphone, Goldie Quills yawned a very big yawn, stretched her hands up in the air before curling up and immediately falling into a very deep sleep. <sighs> like, ah, uh, totally. Like, ah, uh, super. Like, ah. Uh. Hmm, seems like Baby Bear and Goldie Quills have a lot in common. Lack of impulse control? No. Good taste. Well, guess what happens next. What? Won't better not be upsetting. The Bear family returned home, of course. Oh, of course. Disappointed? Hmm, perhaps. Well, I mean, Reg, they, they had to come home. It was their home. Oh, anyways, they entered the kitchen and quickly noticed items were out of place. Just like your kitchen. Ignoring that, Papa Bear called, Someone's been drinking my tea! Mama Bear noticed next, Someone's been drinking my tea! And I would wager Baby Bear is next. That's right. Baby Bear shouted, Someone's been drinking my tea! And they drank it all up. He held his sippy cup upside down to show there wasn't even a drop of tea left. The bears, confused, moved on to see if anything else had happened to their home and found that their phones were missing. Papa Bear found that his was thrown carelessly behind the sofa. Someone's been using my cell phone. <laughs> he growled, a little angrier than he was in the kitchen. Oh, no. And Mama Bear was starting to get angry herself. She found her phone stuck on a bookshelf. Mm, someone's got fingerprints over my phone, too. <laughs> and finally... Baby Bear found his phone. The screen newly cracked on the floor. Someone's been using my cell phone, too. And they wasted the battery and broke it. Grrr. Now the bears were both confused and very upset. Papa was growling. Mama was on high alert. And Baby was about to burst into tears. Uh, Jonathan, can you hurry up? I'd like to make another mug of your tea for myself and have a nap. Okay, that's enough. Reg, you're not listening. And I was trying to tell you this story for a reason. It's more than the fact that you picked my lock, which you really shouldn't have done. You've been picking at everything about me today. I was telling you this story because Goldie Quills is being a... Uh, 
well, uh, I'm sorry to say, a, a disrespectful bully in this story. Look, I know in your heart, you wouldn't want to be that way too. Oh dear. I was being disrespectful. Why, I I didn't even notice. I just like what I like. And I understand that, Reg, but your preferences don't outshine mine. It hurts my feelings. Just like with Goldie Quills, it isn't very kind to harshly judge someone for being who they are, even if you like things a different way. Yes, I I see where you're coming from, my friend. And I'm so sorry for disrespecting you. I'll try to keep my opinions to myself. Look, you can always share your thoughts with me, buddy. But just remember to consider that what you say and what you do affects me too. Hmm, yes, I can do that. Would you like me to make you a cup of tea too? We can sip as you finish your story. Do you really want to hear the end of it? Of course. The Bear family is angry, and Goldie Quills is sleeping in their beds. I must know what happens to all of them. So maybe you liked the story more than you let on? Oh, definitely. I'm sorry for being a grump. Oh, that's okay. And you know who else was grumpy? Papa Bear. Oh, yes. So, Papa, Mama, and Baby Bear followed some deep footprints in their carpet up to their bedrooms, and to their surprise, saw that their perfectly made bedsheets and quilts were all bunched up. Oh, someone's been sleeping in our bed! Papa roared. And someone's been sleeping in the guest bed too! Mama growled. And running into his bedroom, a crying baby bear exclaimed, Someone's been sleeping in my bed, and she's still here. The bear family rushed to baby bear's small bed to peer at the curious golden-quilled hedgehog, snoring soundly. They shook her awake, grumbling and growling, and Goldiequill sat up with a start. She saw the bear's upset faces, and suddenly, her eyes widened. Goldie Quills shrieked, Like, help! Hashtag help! At the top of her lungs, and ran down the stairs, through the living room, into the kitchen, out of the house, and into the folktale forest. She was so startled, she never entered a home without permission again. Never? Never. You were quite upset with me, just like those bears were with Goldie Quills when you came home, weren't you, Jonathan? I got a little heated, yes. Well, I did disrespect your privacy. My habits were being insulted, too. And I may have taken our trust in one another for granted. I'll call it the Goldie Quills effect. And I'll make sure to be more conscientious and steer clear of being a disrespectful bully. You'll still like what you like, and now you'll also like that other people like what they like. That's right. 
and what I like most is you and our friendship. Thanks for your patience with me and for helping me see the error in my ways. We have to make sure to look out for one another. So true, and be honest about our feelings. Absolutely, Reg. You know, Jonathan, the end of our story time together feels not too sappy, and not too unemotional, but... Well, okay. Let's go full sap, Mr. Reg. Just right. Hello, friend. You've reached Mr. Reg's hotline. What are you curious about today? Hi, Hi John Jonathan. <laughs> are you a kid or a grown-up? Well, hi, Hank. Uh, Jonathan here. That's a really great question. Uh, I'm actually really flattered you still think I'm a kid, but uh, no, actually on the outside, uh, most people see me as a grown-up. But do you want to know my true superhero identity? I'm Jonathan Cormer, kid at heart! Ha 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 ha! How was that? Ooh, very nice. Thanks. Also, who named the duck-billed platypus? Ah, yes. My friend, Dugan Flatfoot, the duck-billed platypus, was named by his parents, of course. Comes from a long line of Flatfoot Dugaders, hence the name Dugan. Oh, that's very interesting, Mr. Reg, but I think Hank means all platypus. Oh, yes, <laughs> right. Uh, hmm. Let's uh, let, let's let me see here. Pickled piper, pick a peck. Ah, here we go. It says here that most believe that a botanist and zoologist named George Shaw was among the first to study and name the perplexing platypus, whose full scientific name means flatfoot and duck-like. Ah, perplexing platypus. <laughs> Try to say that five times fast. Hmm. Perplexing platypus. Perplexing platypus. Thanks for your call, Hank. Your questions are as awesome as you are. Grown-ups, we want to hear from your kids. Hang out until the end of the credits for ways to contact us. Or look in the show notes. Perplexing platypus! This has been a John in Character production. Today's story was written by Amy Thompson, edited by Molly Murphy, and performed by Jonathan Cormer. Sound recording and production by Jermaine Hamilton at Hamilton Studios. Reach out to us on Instagram or email us at dorktalestorytime at gmail.com. Find links in the show notes or go to dorktalestorytime.com. Now, go be the hero of your own story, and we'll see you next Once Upon a Time. <laughs>